Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! Hi! Hello! Hi! So, right? This is our yeah. We're doing this first shit. episode yeah. of this podcast. We're gonna attempt to do. It's a this. This is. Uh, I think we're. I think this is the one. We've tried out a few. Yeah. I was kind of a, I was kind of a buster about it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm now I'm kind of in, I'm ready to I'm ready to do the thing. All your fault that we don't have one posted yet, but that's okay because I came up with an Damn. even better idea than the first couple, I think. And so yeah. I agree. This one's gonna be sick. This is we drink and we know things. We drink and we know things. Oh. we drink and we know things. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. That no. killed it. No. That's the synopsis. Send uh, it. There's a little bit of of a game. No, there's a little no. bit of a show reference. Yeah, yeah. No, we got almost got sued before we even put the first episode. No, out. yeah. There's a little bit of a show <laughs> reference. We have two dogs and a cat. Yeah. Jon Snow, Drogo, and Khaleesi. Khaleesi. So we drink and we know things. Yes. So we drink and we know things. Wherein we're gonna tell stories uh, to each other about we don't really know what. I think it's just gonna be kind of. Andrew's going to pop off with something crazy, I'm going to pop off, and we're just going to learn some stuff together, and I think it's going to be sick. Oh, yeah, that's Tom. Hello. I'm, I'm Andrea. Yeah, hey. We're married. Yeah, yeah. Since September, September 23rd of 2017. So hopefully you're like us, and you're listening to the first episode, like, Weird. on Apple, I, right and you have to I... scroll backwards all the fucking way for a million years to get... Yeah, Because right. we're kind of like recent converts to podcasts, honestly. Yeah, like, we are we newer. Yeah, you know, we haven't been into it for no, so long. No, it was long. really weird. Right when I looked at my computer, right after I said that, the time was 923. 923. Weird. That means we're going to get... We're going to make so much... We're going <laughs> to have, have 10 listeners. We're going to we're gonna be, have so many, such a big following. So, yeah, let's hope. <laughs> so, we're, we're married, and we like to drink, and we like to talk. Do a little bit of that. Mainly to each other. We really, yeah, yeah. we get lost in conversation yeah, of course. a lot when we're just like sitting around like in the kitchen or whatever, just talking about this or that or whatever. Just bullshit. And drinking. Yeah. So. The two go well together though. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. What are we drinking? We're drinking. But we're probably going to be drinking the same thing in most of these. Probably. But that's okay because it's delicious. Unless we get sponsored or something. Or, or you know. Or if we get sponsored by one wine, one specific one wine specific, boxed company because that's we drink, all we'll drink wine by the box because uh, it it's who drinks one bottle of who drinks one bottle of wine between two people. Oh, and we're cheap. Well, yeah, also yeah, and you get friggin' liters of this stuff. Yes, that's a lot. So we're drinking a boxed Pinot Grigio from right. Franzia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you look at the box, it's like not Pinot Grigio. It's like it's like thirty. It's like forty five percent Pinot Grigio, and and then there's a grape you never yeah. heard of. I know this is like such a vague topic, but one thing that I am obsessed with and that I love is like murder mm-hmm. and Friggin obsessed serial killers and just creepy, all around creepy shit mm-hmm. and fucking horror movies. That's my jam. Yeah. That's what I, oh, also we cuss. So if you're not into that, goodbye. Fuck off. Sorry. And you like, well, you, we, you like a lot kind of, of Yeah. We both like a lot of things. Right, right. No, I'm just talking about. The, the reason I'm saying this is because a lot of the things that I specifically talk about mm-hmm. are probably going to be... Creepy kill stuff. Creepy, murder, haunted, scary, because that's what I'm really into, so that's what I like to, 
to research and those are the things that I learn about and know about. And when we say we drink and we know things, it's we drink and we research something for an episode of a podcast and that's why we know it now. Three minutes before it's time <laughs> to do the podcast. Yes. And I'm sure you'll be talking about a wide range of things, but you do specifically like... Curious stuff. I think yeah. I want to talk a little bit about conspiracy theories yeah. and maybe some of the... Um, the more ludicrous uh, ideas and stuff. Um, Politics, religion. No, I'm kidding. No, none of that. None of oh, that. gosh. None of that. Not specific. Uh, also, I don't know, like, we might talk about some history stuff. We might talk about some, you know, weird, just stuff that's interesting yeah. in regards to stuff that's interesting, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't like an episode, skip it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would. Because the next I one do. might be cool. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm going to go, I'm very, very excited. Yeah. This is, obviously, this is our first episode. Tom has no idea what I'm no, about to I talk about. No, I have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what he's going to talk about, but I'm starting, and I'm excited. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. So I'm going to be Also, I'm you, so glad you're going first. This why? I'm so psyched. Because now I know... All the pressure's on yeah, me. Yeah, you know, like... Great. Mine will probably be a lot longer than yours, too. I'm going to tell you about famous murderers and serial killers. Okay. But not just in general. I'm going to tell you their last meals, their last words before hey. their execution, and then, like, actually, they're actually how they were executed. <laughs> okay. Cool? Well, yeah. Okay, cool. Very interesting. Because I actually didn't know a lot of this, so I, like, had to do... I mean, I knew, like, all these people, but I didn't know, like, the specific things. Uh-huh. So I thought that was, like... I don't know. I'll just get into it. In the United States... The last meal is traditionally given to inmates a day or two before their execution. And each state has different regulations on what they're allowed to serve and the budget for the meal that they, I guess, are allowed to choose or whatever. Which, it's so funny because when you think of their last meal, you're like, it's like literally... A thousand dollar plate. No, no, like they're scarfing it like right before they're walking to the gallery. That's how I want to go. Like, I don't want to go hungry. Like, last meal's last meal's last meal. Yeah, no, I just meant, yeah, it's weird to think that like they might get their last meal, but then it's not really their last meal because yeah. they don't die for like two, or they don't, yeah. they're not executed for like two more days. You have bologna. So that's not really yeah. your last meal. Which is kind of lame, but fuck, you probably murdered a bunch your of people. Your last chosen so you, meal, yeah. I guess. So, yeah. there's no limitations on food quantity or choice and um, over, this was a weird qu- quote that I'm reading right now because I didn't really like the way it was worded, but it said over 500 guests, which guests, that's like, you mean inmates? I don't know. Have selected a, a wide variety of combinations. Among the vast, like, beverage choices, the top pick is Coca-Cola. Fuck off. Well, you don't, I guess you don't regularly get it. Generally, in the United States, alcohol isn't allowed, which I've always wondered, because I would definitely want I, uh, wine. I would be like, just bring me one 12-pack of beer and yeah. put me in solitary confinement. Can you just put, like, some, like, yeah, just give me, like, a... Put me in yes, a rubber ring with a 12-pack, yeah. I'll be straight. So, to start it off, we're just gonna go right into John Wayne Gacy. Okay. So, just, like, when I do this, I'm gonna tell you the person, I'm gonna give you, like, a slight background on who they are, just so you know, like, what the fuck what they the did. What the premise is, why they about they to suck. die. Yeah, because, I mean, these are people who are sentenced to death. Well, death so. row, yeah. I'm sure you know John Wayne Gacy, that is, I don't know, but he was. Of course, he was the clown guy, right? Uh huh. Yeah. He buried uh, he, all the bodies in the back. I'm fucking telling the thing. Well, no, it's, I'm not. I'm not talking about him. I'm just talking. Well, I'm going to, but I'm not getting into his whole thing. So you're not spoiling anything. Uh, he was an American serial killer and rapist. He sexually assaulted, tortured, and murdered at least 33 teenage boys and young men oh, between 1972 and 1978 in Cook County, Illinois. And yes, he became known as the killer clown. Uh, because of his charitable services at fundraising events, parody... Parodies? Parodies. We're go- Come on over, Charlie. We're going to have a parody. Parades. 
That's what I was trying to say. And children's parties where he would dress up as Pogo the Clown. Blech. At least guess like one thing. Um, Actually, I think I might have told you something about it the other day. If you did, I don't, I don't fucking remember. Okay, so... I'll just tell you. It actually sounds like something comparable to like what you would probably want. Chicken beans and rice. <laughs> Ew, no, not now. Like about to die, Tom. Not healthy, Tom. Oh shit. Okay. Twelve fried shrimp. <laughs> Twelve. That's so specific. A bucket of original recipe KFC. Uh-huh. We're we're in Kentucky. We're in Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, we don't love when people reference Kentucky Fried Chicken. Do I actually, we there. actually talked about it the other day. How much we hate that. We just did that. Yeah. Uh, French fries. Uh huh. And a pound. Of strawberries. Damn. Right? Look, I'm going to show you a picture real quick. Oh, damn, they like all in one dish. Well, yeah. In a, literally like a, I'm no. showing Tom the picture of his meal right now. You can look it up. Yeah, it's Google crazy it. in like a fucking sheet. And it's meal. a lot of food. Yeah. Did you know, you, my, have you ate it all? I know. Oh, I don't know that much. Like, I would eat it all because I'd just be like, maybe I'll get so sick. But you know what's just, crazy? It's they like, won't kill me. Well, yeah, but you know what else? Like, when you die, don't you like shit yourself? That's probably why you don't eat your last meal on your last day. Because, like, in yeah. case, you, you know, because your stomach's not used to rich foods. Yeah. So, That'd his... fucked up, though. Like, let me poop, let me poop on myself. Y'all about to kill me, it, Well, he didn't care, or he wouldn't have ordered all that. Right. His last words, so lovely, kiss my ass. Uh-huh. So, to talk about his actual death, which was by lethal injection. Uh-huh. Well, his was crazy. He didn't go down easily. Okay. A syringe designed to pump the, pump the muscle relaxant. I can't read these things. Muscle relactant pancuronium bromide malfunction. Oh, uh, uh, I heard that model used to malfunction a lot, oh. actually. <laughs> oh, that that model malfunctioned. That model a lot? was very prominent. There, there were many. There were many um, uh, death sentences that you uh-huh, know, the model uh-huh, was faulty sure. based yes. on a uh, tricky mechanism no. in the. Uh, uh, so it re- the the malfunction that happened resulted in the chemical solidifying in his IV tube in oh, route shit. to his veins. So it didn't even go in. Uh, I guess not. Or Damn. or maybe it like went in chunky. I don't know. I guess not because it wouldn't. It- <laughs> the poison went into his veins Ew, chunky. After noticing the problem, the officers closed the blinds to the chamber's observ- 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 observation. Jesus. Wine observation window because you know people get like watched. Um, the technicians rushed in to replace damaged stuff, and then ten minutes later, the blinds were reopened and the execution resumed. So I guess they just fixed whatever they were like. Well, that was large. Not <laughs> no, that wasn't right. No. You think he? Th- do you think he was like, I'm gonna get away. Like I'm gonna get to live. No. No. I don't. But his the entire execution process for him took 18 minutes. Oh, well, good. Let the motherfucker stew a little I bit. Mean, you yeah, know I mean? it's like it, shouldn't it be. should be like a fucking roller coaster. Like you don't know when it's gonna happen. Like you get this little false sense of like you know, and then Gah! right, you did. He's like, kiss my ass, and they're like, 20 minutes later. Are they gonna kiss my ass? <laughs> God damn it! Can I do it again? Can you ask me again? Right. Can I get my last? Can I redo it? I've been Can I think- get a redo? <laughs> I've been thinking for the last. 15 minutes. I've got a better thing to say. I'm a changed man. <laughs> I want to be funny now. I was a clown. Okay. Pogo, the fucking murder <laughs> clown. That's got to be some of the inspiration that just ruined clowns for clowns. And cl- the clown industry just tanked. I'm sure. You know, the clown industry taking a lot of hits. Just talk about it. Nobody's going to clown college I'm anymore. sorry, but no. There yeah. are no, never one moment ever 
are cl- were clowns funny? No, I never fuck with clowns. I mean, I know I'm not old enough to like go back to when they first started, but no. like when they were because no. cool, like when was that time where like it was cool to be like it was a, it better have no. been a minute ago like no. What's I funny think, about go like, to a clown weird college guy. now to be a creepy fuck? You, you know go to saying? clown college to, to like get your own rapist van. Jesus, yeah, you get one at like graduation. Like, Here's your van. I hate it. No, moving on. It's actually the only girl I believe that I talk about. Eileen Warnos. Charlize Theron. Okay. So she, uh, as most of you probably know, you know who she is, yeah? She was an American serial killer. She killed seven men in Florida between 1989 and 1990. Uh, She claimed that her victims had either raped or attempted to rape her while she was working as a sex worker and that all of the homicides were committed in self-defense. So she was convicted and sentenced to death for six of the murders. Only out of six out of seven. That's just odd to me. Yeah. She was she killed seven, but was convicted of six of the seven. That's weird. Okay. I think after I think after like the first four, it's kind of like just arbitrary at that point. Like, yeah, you're a fucking piece of work, you know. Yeah, for her meal, last meal, when I was looking up, I guess it, there was like a stipulation on hers because you know it varies and changes sure, or whatever. Sure. I guess, and I guess hers could have been anything under twenty dollars. Damn, was she gonna get a fucking right? Yeah, trade I know. case. So she declined her last meal. But asked for, quote, a cup of fucking coffee. <laughs> I get it. Her last words were, yes, I guess they were like Jesus' words. That's why she started it with yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, I would just like to say I'm sailing with the rock and I'll be back. Like Independence Day with Jesus. June 6th, like the movie, big mothership and all, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> What the fuck was she puffing on, dude? I think she was, like, writing, um... Was that sort of, like, prophetic? Like, what the fuck is that? It's crazy. um, Oh, why can't I not think of his name right now? The famous actor getting jiggy with it. Will Smith? There it is. You can think of Will Smith's name? I couldn't! I don't know why! But, like, she says, like, Independence Day... You know, like the movie. Is she referencing that? Well, she says. What what year did she die? Oh, you think the movie was even out yet? She died in 2002. Oh, yeah, movie, definitely. Yeah, because she says, I'm sailing with a rock and I'll be back. Like Independence Day with Jesus, like, or like the movie Big Mothership and all, I'll be back. I don't know. But then it's like, I'll be back. Yeah, like like Terminator. It's like she's referencing a bunch of different movies. I don't know. Maybe she was. Oh, I was going to say, maybe she was writing Will Smith from, like, prison or something. That was her, like, biggest, she was just biggest fan. No, I have not. Creepy. So, she was executed by the state of Florida by lethal injection on October 9th, 2002. And she was the 10th woman to be executed in the U.S. and only the second in the state of Florida. You know what's crazy? It's a way safer bet that chicks aren't going to be serial killers than dudes. Like, a way better bet, right? I, Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Just like, you would think um, that humans would just want to, they would have the same inclinations, but dudes need to You know what it is, though? Killers. I think it's like, women murder their their husbands. Yeah. Or their boyfriends. Dudes just go out and fucking kill all kinds of people. And guys do, we're, this is not factual, what we're saying right now. This is just Oh, bullshit. yeah, there's no basis. Like, oh my god, I'm not reading there's a fact, no, yeah. we're just talking. But, yeah, for sure. You know, whenever there's like a mass shooting, yeah. or whatever, like, that's typically men. Typically always a dude, or, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Also, in 2002, which doesn't seem that long ago. It fucking was, though, I guess it kind of is. That just makes me feel really old. But in 2002, she was only the 10th woman to be executed in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. I wonder, you look up the statistic for dudes that had been fucking put to death. Yeah. 
Probably for being creepy, evil yeah. fuckers, you know what I mean? Ugh. Okay. Moving you along. You feeling good? You oh, feeling yeah. good about this? Yeah. You like all this? Yeah. You like all this? Uh... I like uh, like what you got going on. <laughs> okay, our next buddy. Oh, I didn't. I said buddy, and I. It's it... a weird thing to say. Look, it's Ted Bundy. Ah, uh, okay. Oh. Act like you did it on purpose. Mm mm. I didn't. Okay, Ted Bundy. If you don't know him, go... then you're not about that. Go life. to Google and yeah. come back. Cause I'm only gonna give you a brief fucking comment about it. An American serial killer, kidnapper, rapist, burglar, and necrophile. Necrophile? Did they say that? Necrophile? Yeah. Yeah. He assaulted and murdered numerous young women and girls during the 1970s, and even possibly earlier, uh, shortly before his execution, and after more than a decade of denials, he finally confessed to 30 homicides that he committed in seven states. Between 1974 and 1978, the actual, like, victim count for him is in even known and could be, like, way higher than the number that he actually confessed to. Jesus. Yeah, he's, 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 he sucks. <laughs> he was, uh, he was one of those guys that, like, women That sounds like a mass died. murderer. Like, that's just, that's so I many mean, deaths. serial killer. Yeah. That's what that's called. Well, so, I mean, you can serial killer, you kill three people. No, mass murder is, like, when you do you it all like, at like, one. thousands. No, too. mass murder is when you do it all at one time. Yeah. A serial killer is, like, over a stretch. Mass murder, you know, it's like when you're, like, there's a mass murder, right? A right. Mass murder. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm pretty sure, like, a mass murder is, like, when it's all in one, like, when you blow up a building or when you... Yeah, that's a mass when you murder, kill, like, right? a, in, like, a ton yeah. of people at one time, yeah. You... yeah. So, yeah, actually, like, I looked up mass murder. If anybody of, like, police, like, like FBI, like, looks into my computer... I'm oh, gonna, my like, God, I'm you're going to prison so, immediately. Yeah, it was like what I was saying. Mass murder is the act of murdering a number of people, typically simultaneous, simu- simultaneous, simultaneously. I tell you, I kill them all simultaneously. Apparently, I can't say words. Well, apparently, apparently, uh, typically simultaneously or over a relative. <laughs> did I say it wrong again? No, you nailed it. Or, how do you say it? Simultaneously. <laughs> is that better? Sim. <laughs> Now you got me fucked. Simultaneous. Oh, I said simultaneously. Yeah, simultaneously. Simultaneously. Whew. Is that right? Simultaneously. Simultaneously. I think I've always said simultaneously. You say it one more time. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna cease to understand. I think I've always gone full American Idol and been like simultaneously. Simultaneously. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway. Or- also, I would just do a sidebar and note that all Andrea and I do is just wait for the other to slip grammatically. Mm-hmm. Which is so always we can just me. destroy the other It's person. always me, because you're way better at words than I am. Only sometimes. Okay. Whatever. Okay, anyway, so it's the act of murdering a number of people, typically simultaneously. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say now, just to be weird. <laughs> simultaneously. No, because I'm reading it, like, gram- uh, uh, phonetically. phonetically. Yeah. Shut up. Oh, my God. You what? even took that word out of me. <laughs> I was like, grammatically. <laughs> Uh, or over a relatively short period of time, uh, and in close geographic proximity. Nailed so that's like what I was saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then. So like a a mass shooting, you could just it, is a, is the same thing as a mass murder, essentially. You right. could call the, the you could call the two synonymous. Right. Or, One is not the other, but they are the right. Same. Yeah. Or if like you like started at our house and murdered a bunch of people, and then went to the next house and murdered a bunch of people, and then went to like. I don't know, a couple miles away and murdered more right, people, and then right. a couple miles away and murdered another people in the span of, like, three days. Yeah. You're still a mass murderer. Right, right. So, but then a serial killer... Uh, fuck. 
He eats a big bottle of cereal and goes out there and kills him somebody. He loves milk. Hey, I gotta get that warm milk for a bit because I gotta kill a bunch of people tomorrow, No, okay? they kill people over long periods of time. Right. They kill pe- people over long periods of time. Boy. It says mass murder is the... Oh, I'm gonna fuck up this word. Oh. Hypernium? Hypernium? H-E-A... Nope, I can't even fucking see, can spell I see it. The word? Yeah, that right there. Oh, yeah, I don't know the fuck to say. Hypernym? Hypernym? Of genocide? Mm-hmm. Which requires additional criteria. And I additional... thought for sure you were going to knew that, knew that word. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, I told you about Bundy. Yeah. Yes. So, his last meal. Right. He declined a special meal. So, he was given the traditional last meal, which is something that you also, I think, would love. Steak cooked medium, medium rare. Yeah, appropriate. Seems like rude. Cook my steak. Eggs over easy, hash browns, toast with butter and jelly, hmm. and milk and juice. I guess more milk and juice. I don't know. He apparently didn't touch any of it. He was freaked the fuck he out. Was he like, was scared. I don't want my last meal, so don't even try to make me eat a last meal. Here, look, here's a picture of it. Damn, look at that spread. There's no way. That's a recreation. BuzzFeed recreated these. Hashtag, what up? Way to just name drop the art, the the fucking picture I was showing you. Well, it's so artsy. I mean, I would crush the shit out of that though. Well, that's gotta be like that's what he that's what it would be though. Right. Car, okay, Buzzfeed sponsor us, please. Thanks. I appreciate you. They don't need to sponsor anybody. They don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> now, well, now. Well, now. Okay. His last words were, Jim and Fred. I'd like you to give my love to my family and friends. I don't, he didn't sound like that. I don't know why I read it like that. He was speaking to his lawyer, Jim Coleman, and to Fred Lawrence, who was a Methodist minister, who spent the uh, evening in prayer with him, and they both apparently just nodded their heads. Okay. <laughs> he was electrocuted at 7.06, um, and he was pronounced dead at 7.16. Pretty, pretty quick. Wait, does it take... That's a long time. I don't think it takes that long. Ten minutes? Surely not. No. Well, if so, he deserves it. He was a fucking creepo. Yeah. Too. I'm thinking really bad people. Obviously, because they were all sentenced to death. So right. I mean, yeah. Okay, this one's good. I hadn't. I didn't actually know about this guy. I just actually found him because of his last words, which were great. So this guy's name is James French. Keep that in mind. James French. James French. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he was an American criminal who was the last person executed under Oklahoma's death penalty laws prior to the Furman v. Georgia, which I guess suspended capital punishment in America from 1972 until 1976. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't know that. So if you're on death row, that four years was they, I mean, yeah, they suspended it. For, yeah. He was also the only prisoner executed in the United States the year he was executed. Oh, okay. He was already in prison for life. Oh, yeah. So he was in prison for life for killing a motorist who had picked him up from hitchhiking mm-hmm. in 1958. Damn. I know, right? It's, it's weird to think about creepy fucks like back in the day. Like, you always assume like it's like a well, right so much now easier thing. for yeah. them, really. I would think. Probably so I mean, many more creepy fuckers back Well, in, the day. in one way or another. Now it's easier because we have the internet for creepers to be creeps. But then back then it was more like... You were so trusting of people. Yeah. It was easy to just be like, get on my bike. I'll take it. I'll take you for for a boozy milkshake. And then he was like, just kidding. I'm going to kill you. He apparently, French, this guy I'm talking about, he he wanted to die, but he didn't have the courage to like commit suicide. So he wouldn't, he didn't, like, I'm talking in prison. Like, this is Uh after he's in there. He wasn't sentenced to death. Like, right. He's life. Yes. And he, like, but he wanted to die, but he couldn't, he, like, didn't have the courage to k- kill himself. 
So instead he murdered his cellmate um, to compel the state to actually execute him. And it worked! They were like, yeah, you, okay, you're crazy. And for him, which is a bummer, I could not find a last meal for him. Lame. But I read some stuff about him apparently getting, like, last meals for his cellmate before he killed his cellmate. So I think that he, like, I don't know, was like, give that guy my last meal. But he wasn't on death row it, yet. Oh, you're right. I don't know. I was just re- I read some something about him, like, giving his, I don't know, something about his cellmate having a last meal. Maybe his new cellmate to be like, I killed my last one, I hope you have a good life, chummy. Maybe. I don't know. Doubt it. Okay, ready for this? Best thing ever. His last words. I'm ready. Got any guesses? French's last words before his death by electric chair. Boogie, woogie, woogie, woogie. No. You remember his name? Something French. Mm-hmm. He said, how's this for your headline? French fries. <laughs> That's real? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Oh, my God. How about that, though? <laughs> how's this for your headline? French because there's an electric chair and yeah. it was French. Can you even? Like, How long do you think he thought about He had a long that? time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's something I want you to think about. What your last words would be. Because I want to ask you. Oh, okay. But, like, pay attention to me still, though. Good luck. Oh, Two things fine. at once. All right, never mind. Don't think about it. So, he subsequently resisted all efforts to spare his life, you know, because he was like, nah, I want to fucking die. And he walked calmly to the execution chamber at 10 o'clock p.m. The Associated Press reporter at the scene said that he got what he demanded, death in the electric chair, and commented that he faced death with the same cockiness he faced life. 2,300 volts of electricity went reeling through French's body. The electrocution... Oh, is that what it's called? Electrocution? No, no. I'm, the way that that came out and the way it's going to sound... Like, the way that's going to sound is going to make me sound really stupid. No, is it? <laughs> Wait, I think that I just had, like, a small stroke or something. You're fine. Have you recovered? <laughs> I'm not really... Because it's spelled... <laughs> God damn it. Never mind. Fuck, never mind. That is not... That's not what I meant. I had a different thing there that I was... Okay. Ha <laughs> funny joke. <clears throat> the electrocution lasted 54 seconds. Damn, they fried his ass. They French fried his yeah. ass. Do you need more wine? Did you forget to get some? No, I don't think I forgot to get some. You already drank it all? No, surely not. There's a hole in this cup. Good God. What's your cup uh, say? Tell them what your cup says. It says, there's a good chance this is bourbon. Yeah, because we, oh, because we live in Kentucky and yeah. bourbon's great here. We won't, we'll get into that later. Okay, my next guy. You still in this? I'm still, still in hanging this. in? Tim, it's me. T- <laughs> Fucking shit. This is a great first episode. <laughs> Give me some more fucking money. The majority of the theme of this podcast is Andrew just like, <laughs> just saying weird shit. Well, we're all, we're also drinking, so <laughs> like, I'm wine-fueled, because I, I was drinking the entire time I was researching. Right. So half this shit's probably not even fucking true. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I It's hope, fan fiction. I hope it is, but go Google it your fucking self, I don't know, I don't care. Not you, the audience. Molly, you. Go, go fuck yourself. No. <laughs> no, okay. Timothy McVeigh. Right. He's an American domestic terrorist who uh, perpetrated the, oh yeah, this one's real bad, the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah. So that killed 168 people and injured over 680 other people. God damn. So he is, he would be a mass murderer. Yeah, mass murderer, yeah. Yeah. The bombing was the deadliest act of terrorism in the U.S. 
prior to September 11th, and it, as as long as what I was reading was updated, it remains the deadliest act of domestic terrorism in U.S. history, which I assume actually probably is, yeah. even with the most recent fucked up shit. There's just fucking stream of shootings. It's horrible shit. Yeah, okay, fucked. his last meal was two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. I fucking knew that, actually. What? You I have that? heard that, yeah. How did you know that? I don't know, but I know I've heard that somewhere. That's crazy. His last words, I, from what I could tell, were he didn't have any. But in the minutes before he died, he appears to have done everything possible to demonstrate his control over events from a nod to each of the media witnesses... To the, oh, to the borrowed verses. So, apparently, in his own neat, childlike handwriting, as I would describe it, he handed, a, like, I guess, like, a letter, a note, like, a thing written out by him to the prison warden before his death. And it was a poem. The poem was, as he said it would be, um, Invictus, written by the British poet William Ernest Henley in 1875. Uh-huh. And that poem, just to sum it up, ends in the words... Uh, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. So he didn't. I guess he didn't say, speak his own words, but he had like written. That's out how that, he wanted to be he, like, known. Going out. He wrote out that poem or whatever. Jackass. He was executed by lethal injection on June eleventh, two thousand one, at the Federal Correction Complex in Terre Haute, Terre Haute, Terre Haute, Terre Haute, Terre Haute, Indiana. That's right next door to us. I should know that. His execution was carried out um, in a considerably shorter time than most inmates awaiting death penalty, because like most convicts on death row in the U.S. spend an average of 15 years there. So he probably just spent like a so good- like yeah he well yeah he was just executed like a lot quicker than most. So did you kill fucking yeah at the U.S. federal penitentiary that I had already messed up the name of in Indiana, the first federal prisoner, he was the first federal prisoner to be executed by the United States federal government since, um, another dude in, um, who was executed in Iowa in 1963. Wow. So that's, you know, a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. Oh, and then this was like a little fact that I put down, which I thought was cool. This guy was, the guy that I'm talking about right now was a, he was a veteran, and, on November 21st, 1997, um, Bill Clinton signed um, a special legislation to bar McVeigh and other veterans convicted of capital crimes from being buried in any military cemetery. Well, fucking rightfully so. Right. Though, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, but like, because even though, like, I guess prior to that, which. It's still possible to that... be a dickhead and get an yeah. burial, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Ew. Blech. He was cremated. And his ashes were given to his lawyer, Rough. who said that the final destination of McVeigh's remains would remain privileged forever. I don't know what that even means. Who gives a mean? shit? Yeah, but yeah. who gives a shit? I think this is my last thing. Yeah, this is my last one. Last one. Last one! Ready? Yes. Ready? Yes. Ready? Okay. Victor... I don't know how you say his name. Victor Feguer. 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 F-E-G-U-E-R. Sounds good to me. I'm just going to call him Victor. Yeah. Okay. For the sake of the narrative. Yes. He was a convicted murderer and the last federal inmate executed in the United States before the moratorium on the death penalty following what was called Furman versus Georgia. And the last person put to death in the state of Iowa. Well, at the time, the, the news media didn't like pay any attention to him or his execution. But then after he was executed, like everybody was like, wait, what? It was like really interested in him. So his last meal is 
Interesting. Okay. His last meal was a single olive with a pit in it. What? Why, you might ask? He reportedly thought it might grow into an olive tree from inside his body and hoped it would make use of him as a symbol of peace. What a fucking <laughs> jackass. That's ridiculous. Ugh. He also apparently didn't have any last words, but about 30 minutes before the hanging... Oh, yeah, he was hung. Oh, he's hung? Yeah. That's when shit was older. real. That's the way, like... I get, like, humane, but, was, but, like, but like, hang what, a motherfucker, man. Like, shit is dire. But what date do you think it was? What year do you think it was? Man, it had to be, like, 50s, because they, they abolished that 63. shit in the 60s. I was gonna say 63, actually, because I knew they abolished it but in the 60s. But he was the last one. Because there was a chick that got hung in the 60s as well. Oof. So about 30 minutes before the hanging, they actually had to make the gallows. They constructed the gallows, gallows wow. in the Iowa State Penitentiary Auto Shop. Um, he appeared. What a, what a, hey, Billy, what are we doing today? Oh. Uh, we're fucking building a gallows, Charlie. We ain't got no cars today. There's no cars today, Charlie. They're in Iowa. They wouldn't come. He what? moved in there from Australia because he's a great mechanic and he had job opportunities he's in like, Iowa. This British guy working at. I really, like, I don't know what we're doing today. We've got no cars. I really, we've got to do fucking... We've got to fucking build a thing to build, hang a guy. We've got to build some gallows. Some you bloody gallows. No, Charlie, you know how to tie a noose. I moved from English to, like... You were all over the landscape there, man. You know what? Well, okay. So he apparently said, Well, John F. Kennedy, if you're going to make any sudden moves, you better be quick about it. What the fuck? Well, that was like him being, I think that was him being like, if you're going to Oh, you're going to save my life. The red phone. You yeah, know, the yeah, red, Like, yeah. if you're going to call, but I thought that was like the governor who did that, not the president. It's, they don't, you don't, oh, maybe you was, don't give the governor the red phone, babe. No, The it governor is. doesn't get the red phone. It is the governor. He's got a very important phone. The president. The but the pres- president's making the big, he, the president's saving lives. No, no, no. If he wants to stop death row, he could do it, but. I'm not, no. I don't know if that's I, facts, I have not, no idea. I'm not talking about a red phone in the White House. There's always a red phone in the execution place. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the red phone where, like, if that's your last hope. If they get a call, that's your last hope. That's where they could be like, no, nah, never mind, pardon him. Take him out of the straps. We decided the evidence was real. He's free to go. <laughs> Give him a $100 bill and a taxi cab. As if that phone's never ringing. No, yeah, that was like a movie. Something like that happened in a movie. Probably Green Mile or something. It is a thing that happens. But I think it's the governor who calls. So, he said then, I sure hope I'm the last one to go in Iowa. It would be too much to expect that I would be the last person, the last, nope. It would be too much to expect that I will be the last one anywhere. But I sure hope I'm the last one in Iowa to be executed. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what he told a priest. Before he began to take his, you know, walk to the gallows, which was on March 15th, 1968. 68? Um, nope, 63. Jesus Christ. 1963. I can't read. So, <laughs> he showed no emotion except for um, at the rate of which he was chewing gum. Like, so he didn't, like, have an expression, but, like, he was chewing gum right before he was about to be hung. Maybe he thought he could, like, blow a bubble and float away instead of get hung. Ooh, I got the bubble. The same jackass that ate a great, uh, ate an olive, right? Yeah, well, So I he probably know. thought, yeah. I'll make a large bubble and float away in the name of peace and start a new land somewhere I'm going to float away, away with this bubble. I'm going to chew it real fast right before I get up there. Just chew it as quick as you real can. Real quick, real quick. 
<laughs> blow a huge bubble right before you, right before the fucking thing like drops. Like I heard, the quicker you chew the gum, the bigger the bubble. No, what you do, you <laughs> swallow it right when the rope tightens, and then the bubble will expand in your throat and protect you from you being suffocated. You'll be able to breathe just fine with that thing down in there. <laughs> God, big guy. So, uh, the hangman covered his head with a black hood. What's That was still like a thing, like in 60. That's how you do it. Standard protocol when you um, hang somebody out. Ten minutes later, he was dead. Damn. I know. Surely right? he was dead sooner than that. Oh, I don't know. No one claimed the body, and he was buried in an unmarked grave. And then, which was crazy, but two years after he was hung, his, like, weird dying wish came true, because Iowa abolished its death penalty. Like, two years after he died or whatever. And in 1972, federal executions were put on hold until... Until a bombing in Oklahoma brought his name back into the public eye. But apparently, what I read, which I don't know if this is 100% true, after he was pronounced dead, authorities found the pit from the olive in one of his suit pockets. So maybe he thought, like... If I don't really swallow it, but it might take really long. But I'll put it in my... Yeah, it was almost like a weird thing. Like, he didn't even... He was like, haha, I'm gonna get these fuckers. They thought I swallowed the fucking right? seed, idiots. But I didn't even. I, mean, I, I didn't fucking swallow the seed, I Morty. Actually, I actually have soil in my pocket, and my sweat's gonna water it, and I'm gonna grow out of this <laughs> noose in 12 As minutes. an olive tree that takes a very long time to develop uh, in a specific yeah. environment. Well, I mean, none of these people were saying. So, to finish it off, I'm gonna tell you the top ten last meal requests. Okay. John Wayne Gacy's last meal. Which I told you about. Is the top ten... One in, uh, that's is one of the top ten... Yeah. Which was the 12 deep fried shrimp, a bucket of original recipe, recipe, chicken from KFC, french fries, and a pound of strawberries. Do you think it goes like this? Yeah, man, let me get the John Wayne Gacy. Probably. Damn. They probably do. That's crazy. Maybe they have to actually say it. I don't know. Let me get the John Wayne I also Wayne know, like, Gacy. a lot of those things have changed, and, like, I know a lot of... Places probably don't even. I don't even know if everybody even if every place. Yeah, even. like fuck you. You don't it's get a last meal. It's state to state. Like, I yeah. don't even know. Because with Eileen Warnos, yeah. she had a hers was twenty dollars or yeah. under. Like what? Yeah. So she was like, "Fuck you, give me a goddamn fucking cup." You can coffee. get a nice sandwich. You can have a nut. Well, you can get a fat meal at Taco Bell. Oh, the fattest! I want Taco Bell. Let's go. Uh, pie was the next one. Uh huh. What kind of pie? This is pie. Pizza pie. I guess it's just general. This is pretty general. Ice cream. Uh huh. Steak. Yeah. Pizza. Uh huh. Lobster. I see getting cheeky with right? it. That's what that'd be me. Hamburger. Mm hmm. Spaghetti. Sushi. Ooh. And uh, crab potatoes. What the fuck are crab potatoes? Crab? Crab potatoes. I don't know shit about a crab potato. Well, and it's gotta be a regional thing. Just I don't know to, like, about that. It says, while some of these are obviously stereotypical selections, there were, um, there's been, like, a lot of, a handful of, like, other things that some would say were, like, fucking weird for your last meal. Like, Stouffer's mac and cheese. <laughs> Kielbasa. Uh-huh. I guess that's sausage, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, crawfish. Pop-Tarts. A quart of 20-year-old whiskey. Yeah. And, and then apparently the most notable weird thing was shark fin. Shark fin. So. You motherfuckers don't dream big enough. I'd go in there and be like. That. I would just want alcohol. Yeah. Like just give me enough boost to just almost kill me. 
Yeah. And then y'all get to kill me the next but day. But then, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they, I guess, they're probably not allowed to give you alcohol, right? Because, I mean, you're not allowed to have alcohol. You, you're not allowed, that's not something yeah, that, that's not like something that you Yeah, it's, like, very indulgent, yeah. Well, that's not something that you get in prison, so right. I would assume that that's not something you can, rec- well, but you also don't get lobster, I don't know. Yeah, you also don't get, like, lobster in prison. So. Right. I don't know. Who knows? I bet you can get it in California. You probably get weed. Like, can I have a, a can joint? Can I just get like a fucking gnarly gummy can bear, I get bro? A joint and some pizza rolls drizzled with weed oil. That'd be and a sick, bro. But like a six or some dope ass IPA, bro. Yeah. But yeah, isn't that wild? That's really wild. Sorry, I know I like went on for longer than I should have. No, fuck it. It was just so interesting to me. That, yeah, that like, was really cool. Last words. Do what would your last meal be? Any thoughts on what your last meal would be? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I would like to have... I, I have to say I would probably just, you know... Wait, you knowing me, you being married to me, what would my, what would you think my last meal would be? Probably fucking bacon. <gasps> Ooh, probably. That's <laughs> not what I would... Oh, I would go real... I'd probably be like, bacon? I would say, I would give me spaghetti and meatballs with a side of bacon <laughs> and a jug of wine. Yeah. Yeah, but a fat jug. A big old thing of wine. Just a huge, just the biggest crack. You, you would want, would you want some kind of, you would want pasta too, maybe? Seafood? I, yeah, I think I would do like surf and turf, like steak and shrimp. Mm-hmm. And steak, you do like steak. Like hearty carbohydrates, like fucking Oh, like, because you need to be and like. mac and cheese. Jack, Jack. Gotta get those gains on the way the fuck. Oh my god, you gotta be ripped to like, go to the gas. Gotta rip out of my fucking bonds, Morty. No, I think steak, shrimp, um, and then like popcorn maybe. Mm-hmm. Like like really buttered popcorn, like with Parmesan yeah. cheese. Yeah. If I was married and to a, you, th- and a twenty four pack of Bud Light, if so I was, so I could go just go back to that Bud Light life right before death. If I was married to you when this happened, I would be like, I'm making the popcorn because you know I hate you hate how I make popcorn. <laughs> it's so spicy. It's so spicy because I love spicy food. I'd be like, but I'm making. It's so and spicy like, that I'm afraid to stop eating it because I'm scared of how much my mouth is like, going to hurt. Ha ha ha! Last joke's on you, buddy. I made the popcorn. It's spicy as fuck. And then I just get fried even further. Oh, that's not how they do it anymore. They still have the... Electric chair? Electrocution, I think is what it's called. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Alright, so I think, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay, well, now... It's my turn, and today... I'm nervous. Don't be nervous, this is going to be fun. So we're going to be talking a little bit about lizard people from another galaxy in another universe that secretly rule the world. We're fucking talking about lizard people? Uh, For the sake of the narrative, they are going to be henceforth referred to as reptilians. So... Okay. Here we go. I've heard about the lizard people, but I don't know. Yeah, they're a very they're very prominent right now in like comedic, how do you say like um, pop culture? Like it's funny to say like this person, oh, like you know. Yeah, because it's dumb. Are you ripped? It's, it's so bizarre. It's not real. So that's I was thinking that. That's when we, my. That's me going into this right now is like. Go fuck yourself. This is fucking stupid. Okay, so when I came into it, I was very uh, uninitiated in regards to what this whole conspiracy theory and what this was actually about. And did you think you knew what it like? I had some ideas. Yeah, I had some ideas. 
Are you ready? No. Okay. Good. Go. So, this guy named Michael Barkin, professor of political science at Syracuse University, posited that the idea of reptilian conspiracy originated in the fiction of Conan the Barbarian creator Robert E. Howard. The first appearance of serpent men in literature was in Howard's story, The Shadow Kingdom, published in Weird Tales in August 1929. 1929. So that was okay. the first time. Uh, there, there, there are more over time, of but course. this is all fictional. Yes. But I think it's the first time it really hit our consciousness and kind of grew into the ridiculous pop culture. So the first mention of, li- like, lizard men or anything like this in literature is in 1929. So okay. not that long ago. Just lizard men? Lizard human. Lizard, lizard people. people. Lizard okay. people. Well, I didn't know. I yeah, didn't... lizard people. I don't know. Uh, so when I when I started looking into this, I thought there was going to be a lot more information on the subject. But most of what I've found centers around this dude named David Ick, or Ike. It's I C K E. So I, I and every YouTube video I watch, they call him Ick. So he, the the crazy thing about this guy is he was a household name uh, in England. He was a BBC television sports journalist. Like a sports okay. um, presenter, so he was very prominent. It's just like the the characters on ESPN, like yeah, like it was yeah. it was comparable to that a back in the day. Yeah, and he came up he came up playing soccer, and he was he was this right? Soccer. Wait, in England? Yeah. That's, so is that football? it's fo- it's football? Yeah, it's a bit so footy. It's yeah. Our soccer. Our soccer. His football. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so, despite having a very successful media career. Ick wrote that in 1989, he was depressed. Um, And it was during this time that he started to feel almost like a presence around him. Oh my god, okay. And he was, he described that he would feel it more, it was like more intense when he was alone. Mm -hmm. And in March of 1990, he said... That's how depression works. Sure, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. So he asked this, this presence that he feels... Uh, okay. if, if there's anybody there, will you please contact me because you're driving me up the wall? Because he felt like there was somebody watching him, oh, somebody that's there. You're driving me up the wall. You're driving me up the wall, mate. So, I'm so depressed. You're driving me up the wall. Could you tell you, me why here? What are you doing watching me? I've got piss and shit. Like, what are you doing? I've got to have a life tonight. Sorry. So, uh, a couple of days later, he's in like a, like a bookstore. It's described as news agents in Ride. So I assume it's that's the place in a town called Ride, R-Y-D-E. Um, and he feels that a force. That was the name of the place? Wait, News what? agents is like, it's kind of like a, like a bookstore. That was the name like of the gas, place. Gas station, yeah. News in a, agents. In a town called Ride. Okay. Right? So he felt a force pull his feet to the ground uh, and heard a voice guide him towards some books. What? And keep in mind, this is a, this is just this, at this point. This is before any anything else. I'm just else. picturing Ghostbusters, Slimers there. <laughs> One of them was Mind to Mind, written in 1989 by Betty Shine, and I would just like to note I'm how sorry. much I love how much that rhymes. Uh, I. She was a psychic healer in Brighton. Brighton is a neighborhood in England, a, a city in England. He read the book, then wrote her requesting a consultation about his arthritis. Wait, what? Okay, I'm getting to it. I feel like, okay. So, Ick visited Shine four times, and during the third meeting on March 29th, 1990, um, Ick feels like something he likened to a spider web on his face. 
And as he's feeling this, Shine, Betty Shine, who wrote Mind to Mind in 1989, told him she had a message from Wang Ye Lee of the spirit world. It had been sent to heal the earth, she said, and would become famous but would face opposition. Okay? The spirit world was going to pass ideas to him, which he would speak about to others. He would write five books in three years. In 20 years, a new flying machine would allow us to go wherever we wanted and time would have no meaning. Um, and there would be earthquakes in unusual places because the inner earth was being desta- uh, destabilized by having oil taken from the seabed. So real quick, I'm going to just take a break and just... Okay, but I also have a question. Yeah, hit me. What's, how do we get Why back to did, lizards? No, no. Why did he, like... For, to, to me, what you were saying was, like, he was, like, depressed or, like, in a weird state where he was, like, what a... Uh-huh. And then he, like, got pulled by his legs and found this thing, and then went to the and was, like... Oh, hey, what about my arthritis? Like, why, what? Why wasn't... Well, he had been feeling like a psychological, like, presence around him, and... No, I'm just saying, like, why didn't he ask her about, like, his, like... Why did he go to... I think the initial conversation was just like, hey, I have arthritis, I like to look up, and obviously I think things, like, things, like, progressed, and... Okay, yeah. I mean, all this is fucking bullshit. It's pretty crazy, yeah. I mean... You know that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, like, no, you know absolutely. That's how I feel You're gonna feel that way through the whole so story I, for the. For well, the that's record. okay. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm listening, and I'm gonna learn. I'm. I'm gonna try to listen and learn and and come at it with a new outlook. Sweat. Maybe. So, in February of 1991, he went to. He being Ick went to this pre-Incan burial ground in Peru, and I don't know why or what led him there. Okay. Uh, where he had felt drawn to a particular circle of waist-high stones. So a lot of this okay. actually, like, comes with no basis. Like, we don't know who Wang Ye Li yeah, is. I mean, yeah. We don't know. There's a lot of details that are kind of like, I, I either I couldn't find or were just not a- yeah. approached. It so, all very kind of, like, random. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So he he goes to these stones, and he go he stands in the circle of them, and he had two thoughts. Like, like waist-high? They're up to his waist, and he stands in the circle. He goes in the middle of the circle, and he's standing there. So it's like um, those cool, like, when you're a kid, and you, like, get to go jump in those cool, like, foam thing, but it's, but it's stones. Yes. Yeah. So it's not that fun. It's not that fun. They're, <laughs> and they're just standing there. They're not even doing, they're not even made of foam or anything. They're just regular rocks. Uh, and as he stood in the circle, he had two thoughts. Uh, he said that people would be talking about this in 100 years. Though, what this is, I don't know. It just said people will be talking about this in 100 years. Um, and, and maybe it alludes to what's coming. Mm-hmm. And that it would be over when it rained. His body shook as though plugged into an electrical socket, he wrote, and new ideas poured into him. Okay. Then it started raining and the experience ended. Okay, so wait, from the moment that he was in that thing and he was like in 100 years, that would have made it what? No, he just said people will be talking about this in a hundred years. Oh, no, I know. So that would have made it what? Uh, if it was 1991, that would be 2091. Oh, 1991. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. So, all these ideas apparently poured into his body and he learned a lot of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when it started raining, the experience ended. And he described it as the, kund- the Kundalani, um, which is like a term from yoga where a serpent... Is like right around the base of your spine, and it's this whole chakra thing, okay. and blah blah blah. Um, so it triggered a higher level of consciousness. From this, I'm, and I assume 
this is where he learned lizards from another dimension are ruling over us and have been since the inception of time. Okay. So after this experience, he has all these new experiences in this thing. And keep in mind, he's still a prominent BBC news reporter How for sports. I don't. I can't speak to that. Actually, I didn't. I didn't look at oh, his age. Okay. He would have been okay. in his thirties at okay. this time. Thirty. Yeah. No, okay. he would have been late older than that, like forties or whatever. Okay. So at this point, after this experience, he started wearing only the color turquoise all the time because it boosts his positive energy. He is also married, but takes on a fortune teller mistress, um, which is not the same chick. It's this different chick, and then she moves into the house with him and his wife. What? Both his wife, what? and his mistress change their names what? to mystical things. And I didn't research any more into that, but that's just, that's a thing that happened. So he has this like prophetic vision, links up with his fortune teller. They start a relationship. He brings her into the household, and they all change okay, their name so- and are wearing purple all the time. He's still a Body BBC said, sports or a turquoise. Turquoise. It's I like literally purple, just right? made up a new word, didn't I? Magenta. A, no, new, a, a new color. I think that's a good So one. wait, his wife was just like. Well, I don't oh. know how. I don't know how appeased she. What I she did it. Like she went into it. So from this, he <laughs> writes a bunch of books, and they kind of centralize around this idea that there are. Um, actually, I will just. It's pretty broad. It's pretty crazy. So. He posits that reptiles rule the world. And he's accused a lot of celebrities um, of this and political figures. So so let me, hold on one second. It consists that these reptilians, this is like his big thing, and he announces this publicly on this very like famous um, BBC primetime show called Wogan. It's kind of like the Ellen or whatever. It's like a talk show. And he goes on to this show and says that he is this, like, son of the Godhead and that the world will soon be devastated by tidal waves and earthquakes. And he says this on the show. That was a turning point for him because he went from a respected household name into people that he was just a laughingstock. Because he was this, like, Brian Gumbel character and then goes on national TV and is like, dude, I I am the son of the Godhead. So on this, national TV, and people are just, like, yeah. expecting this, like, sports so this personality. Was, so, yeah, so this was his, like, everybody knew him as, like, a, a TV anchor exactly. person. Yeah. And then this was the moment where it was, like, he He came to light all a, these things that had been He went onto a news skin. channel and, like, started to just, like, spit all this fucking his be- His personal shit. beliefs, yeah. And they were like, whoa, 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 why is this guy that we know, you know. Yeah, so he becomes, like, a laughingstock. Uh, so David Icke is this conspiracy theorist that claims that shape-shifting reptiles... It's Ike? It's, it's Icke. That's how it's pronounced Ike? on the internet. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I think, unless I'm wrong. And if, if anybody listening knows, uh, email oh, yeah, us and let us know. we don't We're probably messing it up. Who, who right, I'm probably messing up a lot of this stuff. This is just, like, based on the stuff that I read or yeah, whatever we're recently. Um, and that they take on human form to gain power through fame or politics to manipulate humanity. Mm-hmm. So stupid. It consists that these reptilians are a part of a secret order which he calls the Babylonian Brotherhood, and their aim is to control the human population on Earth. Ick explains that humans are locked into a false reality that is actually a holographic experience that is being broadcast from the moon. What? He also believes they are from another universe. 
So he thinks we're living in the Matrix. Lizards are controlling everything. Uh, it's just really, it's, it's it's actually kind of just like really wild. Uh, additionally, of course, so since they're from they're from an existing galaxy, which I, I I'm gonna biff it, but I think from what I read, and this could be wrong as fuck, but it was Great like the time. Draco galaxy, which also is like dragon. Yeah. Because he also posits that there is dragon lore in every civilization of modern people, which he attributes to our reptilian overlords lording over us in the form of, like, dragons or whatever. Okay. Or whatever. Okay. So. But he, he like. He, he believes legit- he had, like, prophetic no, visions wait, of this. Yeah. So he he legitimately believes that, like, they are lizard people. They're reptilian shapeshifters. They're reptile people. That Hybrids, are- actually. He also oh. says that uh, they, in, the they interbred with humans. So there's humans. It's all about bloodlines. So that's he. So a couple of the people that he accused of being reptilian um, are the Queen of England. Sure. Sure. Um, the previous Prime Minister mm-hmm. of England, okay. uh, Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a bunch of fringe culture people that accuse all, like, a myriad of celebrities of being uh, reptiles. I literally... Reptilian. So, let me get back cannot. into it. I can't. Uh, of course, since they are interdimensional, coming from another universe, that's why we can't see them. That's why you don't see these lizards overlords of ours. So, wait, but the, so the Queen of England is actually a lizard a person? A shape-shifting, high, like, lizard but, woman. So, but we only see her as the Queen of England for this long? She's been there that whole time being the Queen of England, but we don't well, see there her are instance, Well, there are instances of where the shape-shifting oh has God. apparently worn off in moments. No. So there's all these, like, YouTube videos of, like, uh, Secret Servicemen, uh, Justin Bieber, uh, Beyonce. What? Yeah. All these people, like, having apparent, like, shape-shifting no. glitches. No. To where, like, a portion of their lizard self is revealed. No. So, uh, yeah. So that that, that was the thing I was going to say for later, but yeah, that's kind of crazy. They like, makeup on. Well, no, you like, it's like, they, they attribute it to, like, poor bandwidth. When you're watching it, or... Alright, go. Just get... No. Just okay. go. Just do so, it. So, and, and okay, so I'm gonna get into it. So, they manipulate our world through a network of bloodlines, hybrid bloodlines, which are half human and half lizard. Their ultimate agenda is to control the world and start a new world order, which he states uh, they are both the Freemasons and the Illuminati as well, that they control both I, of those operations. I, I, I can't. This, this next thing was something new to me, because I'm familiar... Were you trying to... You weren't trying to... Com- Wait. I want to just pause you. Is this something that you were just researching, or is this something that you believe in? We'll get to it. So, as I was saying, like, there is another conspiracy uh, about giants and all this stuff in the Old Testament in the Bible, and it's kind of like a podcast in and of itself, but they're called the Nephilim, and they are like these fallen angels. They were like the partners of, of Satan. Like, they was, these were the people that partnered with Satan, and they were cast down angels, and some of them landed on Earth, right? And they were giants, and they bred with women, and that's where, like, um, like all the giants you hear about in the Bible, that's how they rationalize that they got there, is that they, had, they were... A- fallen angels that bred with women and created this. So he credits the reptile, the reptilians to be the Nephilim, which is what I just talked about. Um, and the Anunnaki and the Anunnaki are this whole thing because the, uh, establishment of like Sumeria and all this stuff is like really inexplicable. And it's like where a lot of, and that's another story, but there, he likens them to other gods. He likens them to old school, 
like religions. So he okay. he says that they are all synonymously like that thing. Like the Anunnaki is the same thing as the Nephilim is the same thing as the reptilians, so, and he so kind of like branches birds. them all together. So many words. Sorry. Um, so they're all yeah. So they're like all. So he he are. essentially what he does is he just like ties them to he ties his reptilian philosophy to previous existing mythology. He said. When you get back into the ancient world, you find this recurring theme of a union between a non-human race and humans. Talking about the Nephilim breeding with humans and all this. From 1998, I started coming across people who told me they had seen people change into non-human form. It's an age-old phenomenon known as shape-shifting. The basic form is like a scaly humanoid with reptilian rather than humanoid eyes. So he says that in like 1998, he encounters like a, a myriad of people that share their experience about having seen reptilians after he's written these books about reptilian overlords and a holographic mm -hmm. universe. Mm -hmm. So he is the author of over 20 books and numerous DVDs. He's lectured in over 25 countries, and he's, he's selling this shit. Like, he has millions sold. Of course he is. Yeah. He's, uh, he's doing lectures about reptilians, which he links to, like, every single conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. Um... His website, which I visited today for the first time, is paint like and and I wrote this. I, he is is painted with like tour dates, and discount codes for his new book. He Ugh. claims he doesn't profit from his prophetic tellings okay. of holographic doom and how lizards caused nine eleven. Okay. Oh my! Shut up! Every you conspiracy theory. Every conspiracy theory. Everything. I am. I mean, he believes. He believes out. Dick. Tra he believes Dick Cheney is a lizard. He believes Barack know, Obama. That, like it's so crazy. But that isn't. Like, but then it's like, now you're telling yeah. me he, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's not, I didn't go into this believing any of it. I didn't go into this being like a, a believer and, and I'm still not. Right. I'm even less of, even like times 10 less of one than I was before we started. Yeah, because it's pretty, it's pretty fringe. No, but it's so like, interesting. It's like, I love, no, like, a Fucking blows my mind that this is a thing. Like, it makes me laugh. Like, yeah, it's like these, all these other things that you read about, like, and all these other like fucking, it's like all these cults and these and yeah, Scientology I mean, I, and, and, and I, all this shit. And it's like it just makes me laugh. Like that is like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you can't believe that for real. And I think I think a lot of it like. People, I think that we have so many beliefs and so much time has passed that people want new fantasies and new things to believe in. And I think that that's why the, the things that we do find ourselves talking about are like believing in are so fringe these days because we've already tapped such great resources in regards to things we don't know about. And um, so like, and I think that my, the thing that initially drew me to it is that there's so many like pop culture references to like. And it's just like a, it's like a comedy thing now. They're like, oh, it's a, they're a reptilian. Like, they're the one percent. They're probably a reptilian. Like, there's a whole thing um, that I saw recently. I thought was really funny, and it was like Mark Zuckerberg when he testified mm -hmm. uh, about like yeah. Facebook privacy, yeah. and, and he's like sipping from this like thing of water like really nervously, and like you know, it's just like a white font against the picture, and it's just like. Don't turn into a lizard. Don't turn into a lizard. Don't turn into a lizard. Oh, I he, think I did see that. Because he has, like, and you know, yeah. like, the minute you, like, bring that into the conversation, you can, like, almost see it in the, in the, in the persona or whatever. Uh, so. No. Uh, so, uh, in 2011, legendary comedian, writer, and director Louis C.K. So, this was written before he 
got kind of exposed as an asshole, because he's, he's an asshole, uh, asked if Dick Cheney he and... circa 2018 or... Yeah, 2017, 2018, when he was... I mean, he, like he was doing all, unspeakable things. Yeah, he's kind yeah, of... A, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's not this podcast. That's not what we're uh, So he asked if Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld were actually lizard people. When but Rumsfeld... He, like, asked them? He asked them in, like, uh, I think it was probably, like, the... It was a correspondence dinner or something. When Rumsfeld did not answer Louis... Louis explained that this only made the men look more guilty. Oh, my God. So there's so many, like, pop culture references to this that it's, like, it's becoming its own thing in its own... Louis is probably a lizard person himself. He... The way he acts, he probably is a fucking lizard person. He probably is one himself. Yeah, Louis C.K., we're on to you. No, I... And I actually... No, I can't say that because I don't believe any of it, so... Wait, I got more coming. I can't. No, this is... I can't. So, This is all so stupid. (laughs) I mean, I love, I'm so interested in everything about it, but it's so stupid. Come on. Yeah. I'm just giving my own, obviously you knew I was going to give my, my opinion because I don't know, we already said this, I'm not, uh, I'm not, that's not my jam, I don't get, I, I'll listen to what you have to say, I'll listen to, okay. Well, we drink and we know stuff, right? I'm still drinking wine, but Tom opened up a, you can tell him what it is. A Mike's hard Baby dick, no, cider, you yoga it. pants. You b- it's Mike's Harder. It's the exact thing. Same and it's the cranberry that. flavor. It's 8%. But, anyway, I'm not a... It's good. Sponsor us. No, please don't. Please. It's not my jam. Like, I love ghosts before conspiracies. I would believe a ghost story before I'll probably believe a conspiracy theory. Alright. So, as ridiculous as it is mm-hmm. that there is a conspiracy theory that there are reptilian lizard people from another... Okay, so he believes that their technology and their race was so advanced and there are all these mirror universes, right? That they come from an existing galaxy in our galaxy that also exists, but in a different universe. So they, they have the capability of traveling to our universe... From their universe, so like, from another galaxy to our... So they're like our, Rick from... Yeah, they're Rick, Rick Sanchez. And, yeah. Rick yeah. from Rick and Morty. Yeah. I'm, Literally. I'm Lizard Rick! <laughs> but really? Yeah. And so they apparently came here a very long time ago, and there are a ton of theories about what they've been up to. Um, there's a theory Lizard that they around. live at, like underground um, and all this other stuff. However... Well, I they're would, in lizard form when they come? When they came originally, yeah, and there's but a bunch of like Sumerian, like there's all these old uh, hieroglyphics of like lizard uh, deities and all no, this but, like, stuff. When but you're it's all they... bullshit. Like, oh, no. it's not bullshit. It's just it's interesting. Okay, but no, when you're saying like they came here and they're like living underground, they're like lizards, or they're not. Like... No, they're they are highly evolved, cognitive, multi-dimensional, godlike. What? They're very powerful. So they went like from, all like, of the reptilians. Be them. I don't understand. I don't understand their transformation. It's like lizards. They're shapeshifters. The... They're shapeshifters. As well. Well, the, the whole. Not... Well, hold on. The whole thing is no, very wait, divided. But when, like... under... but when they're underground, no, where you... are they? I don't. Worms. They're just living. No, they're just living underground. Okay. They're just living underground, kind of controlling things. Okay. It's got, it's like one of the tellings that they live underground. Okay. And and they're like their hybrid little babies are running culture just, because they're going to take over the world. There's another culture there's another um philosophy yeah. that they fled here 
uh, were an alien race who were pursued here as criminals from another galaxy. These beings tried fooling their pursuers by pretending to be on the then existing planet Tiamat, which no one knows where that even fuck where the name Tiamat even comes no. from. Which was subsequently blown up and formed into no, an asteroid belt. So it's, it's raw science fiction, you know it's what I'm saying? It's not real. So, uh, Stuart Swerdlow, so there's all these other people that have written on, other than David Icke, that have written, have kind of picked up from where he left off. So, Stuart Swerdlow uh, is another person that has written about the reptilians, and they call these people, like, alternative historians, People that believe in alternative history than the one that's given to us. And most of it is very... um, Bullshit. Well, depending on your perspective. Stewart says that the reptilians were originally created by some beings he called the transparent people. Um, And he reveals how they were programmed to conquer and absorb all of the races and species they encountered. He also adds that they are programmed to believe that they are the superior physical form. Swordlow explains how the Draco warred with the humanoid Larians, which we don't know where this fucking word comes from. Draco because there's no, where did he get this evidence? Draco Malfoy. Draco Malfoy, yes, exactly. Sorry, it's like yeah. my only Harry Potter yeah, that I can yeah. give. He says that most of the Draco, which I guess is what, uh, these are the same thing as the reptilians, are androgynous and reproduced by parthogenesis, or cloning themselves, but there is also a male group that conquered... And hybridizes with hybridizes with other races sounds very much like the sounds of the sons of God. So there's all these different theories about these reptilians, and none of it is there's no unified lore about them, lest you rely most on Ix storytelling. Mm-hmm. So in the 2012 uh, election, oh there is this organization called the Public Policy Polling. And they do polling about all kinds of things. Like, do you prefer McDonald's to Burger King? You basic stuff. And okay. they do it during, like, election time. to, to stem. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know that. okay. But, so, what they found is that 12 million people in America believe in reptilians. What? 12 million people believe in it. There was something like 66 million that believe in aliens, and then an arbitrary... There was another one that was just like, what the fuck? But yeah. 12 million? 12 million people in America. Well, depending on your perspective, you know. uh, I'm I'm terrified that you're about to tell me that you believe in lizard people, and we're going to have to divorce. So. (laughs) Oh, P.S. Note. Our our dog, Jon Snow, has joined us. He's literally... he, He was whining so much that now he is now sharing the chair with me. It's very cute. Yeah, as long as he fucking doesn't whine anymore. So now is when I will weigh in on my feelings about this particular conspiracy theory. Okay, here we go. So, I was initially really bummed digging into this because I thought there was going to be a more concise philosophy or like, this is what it is. This is where they come from. This is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And mostly all I could find was about the different source material. And a lot of it leading back to this David Itt guy uh-huh. who is literally profiting off of this. And it's obvious that he is taking like an L. Ron Hubbard approach. Oh, I was literally... No, it's, it's so funny that you said... I was literally yes. about to be like, he's the Miscavige. Yeah. But it is... But I meant... But what I... In my brain, I thought Miscavige, but it was 
Elrond, like, which is the Scientology people. He's also he's also been accused of like anti-Semitism, basing he calls like some of these lizards like Aryan lizards that are trying mm. to pure. There's a bunch. I didn't get too dive into it because I didn't want that to be what I was talking about. But no, but that's a he deal, he though. was yeah he was accused of that um, a, a lot. There's also people that posit that the whole thing is satire. Ugh. Um, God. Like, there are other conspiracy theories who can get the whole story right away, but you look up reptilians, there's not, like, this is how the story starts, this is what it is, and here's how it goes. There's a ton of references, but they all kind of lead back to David Ick, and they all kind of, they all, they all blur, because, I mean, I've heard of the Anunnaki as its own conspiracy and its own story, and I've heard of the Nephilim as their own, and, um, and he profits off of it a lot. Okay, so. Yes. After digging into this, I would say that buying into this conspiracy theory from Ick and his reptilian matrix from the moon wielding Illuminati running over the whole world um, as the biggest pile of garbage So you're ever. not, I do you not don't, believe in this. Yeah, I do not full, believe in this. full gasp, we're still married, there's no divorce <laughs> papers in line. No. I mean, he... He has some good points, like the holographic universe. I mean, even even Elon Musk po- like states that it's possible. Elon Musk. Yeah, he's the guy that runs Tesla I and SpaceX. His name oh. is Elon Musk. Yeah. For some reason, I feel like that you said it wrong. He's the Tony Stark of our real world. I know. And he, I know who he is. For some, just I only repeated it because I had to. I had to re-say it because I was like, that didn't sound right. Oh, that's right. That's him. He's no, my it guy. is. It is. You said it right. No. Even he That's said what? that like it's possible that we are we could li- we could live in a space we we assume that the universe is so big but he says it's even possible that we live in like a petri dish. But the whole holographic universe is like harkened to like the Matrix and look how popular the Matrix was and how cool of an idea it is and how easy it is to get wrapped up in the philosophy that maybe we're not but I don't living the world how- we believe in. And no, I don't either because he he talks about that they're controlling this artificial reality on us, but they still exist inside of it as well, these lizards. I'm just saying, like... And what's the point of that? Because they would already have us. Yeah. Like, I don't, there's a lot of holes in his story for me, so... What I was trying to say was that I don't get how the Matrix, like, comes into play with he, okay, so, lizard people. Right. So, thinks that our entire perception and everything that we're seeing and everything we're experiencing to not be what's actually... The real reality, which he also likens to the reason we can't see these lizards because they operate on a higher frequency. So, no. and, but he, what he really has done there is adapt a very popular theory called the holographic universe and enveloped it into his own philosophy. The holographic universe is like we live in the matrix. But so yeah, so I don't believe in this conspiracy, and um, I think it's I think it's very interesting that there are so many people that believe in it. Um, and all the things that he's able to tie to it, and... People still think, like, believe in that shit today? Well, yeah, I mean, 12 million people as of 2012 believe in the reptilians, and believe that it's... And that's a lot of folk, like... I know, that's also, like, five years ago, though. Well, yeah, that was the most updated, um... Yeah. Like, survey I found, because I guess that was the last question. Because I think it was more of a joke or whatever, and, you know, there's that to it as well. But there are so many pop culture references, which is why I was drawn to it, which I think is the most interesting part about it, so... Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad you talked about it because it's so interesting and it's so crazy and it's so like, what? Like, and that's why, like, I feel bad because like the whole thing, the whole time you're doing it, I was just like, what? What are you? Yeah, no. it's really bizarre. But, but it's because it's like. I mean, I don't even think I did. I tell you about the the Justin Bieber thing. 
I don't know if I did. No, no. Right. No, so, no, no. um, there are a bunch of harebrained theories that hit on Beyonce, Paris Hilton, Lady Gaga, Miley Cyrus, um, and most all recently, yeah, and most recently <gasps> Justin Bieber. What? Uh, the Biebs having been reportedly seen transforming in front no. of like a hundred eyewitnesses. A no. hundred eyewitnesses. Um, what and, year? Uh, recently. Uh, a recent year. It was, recent a, it was year. a time okay. very recently. <laughs> uh, the particulars and evidence on this event are probably impossible to find because of our reptilian overlord. No! But he was described as having, like, a black stripe down his back. There was even a skater no. guy that said... Yeah, no, it's real. I mean, look it up. You can see it. There's, there's even, like, these ridiculous videos of, like, Justin Bieber, like, blinking. And in one frame, he has, like, a regular eye. Oh, and another I've seen that. Little, And there are a lot of those. That's, like, how the whole movement is moving yeah. forward is there's, like, a newscaster who's talking and they're like... Do you see what's coming out of his mouth? That's a pincer, not a tongue. What? There's his actual tongue, and they're, like, going into all this no. detail. Yeah, there's a Barack... There's an Obama serviceman who's, like, standing there, and he's this bald guy, and he's, like, turning his head back and forth in the, like, curious behavior, and, like, it's obviously the low quality of the camera and the lights, and his face is, like, it's seemingly, video, like, augmenting. Like, yeah, there's, t- there's, there's so much fucking video but footage. But, like, not, like, shit. showing, like... Yeah, they're showing, not, they're showing the whole video footage, and, like, you see legit. how curious this is? It's not legit, though. Well, it's, I, it's mostly, I attribute it mostly to, like, poor fucking quality of Lighting. video. Yes, exactly. And, and, exact. and there's Tricks so- of the light. Photoshop. Exactly, and it's it's a time it's a sign of the times. I know, but so so funny that people could drive a movement forward based on faulty video footage. Like well, that's okay. all it takes. Like people are so easy easily incensed to follow an idea based on a shred of something they can. Well, witness, that's you know? just like what I like love is like I still watch like ghost hunter shows, and right, I, which I'm I don't still, have any patience for. And I'm still like, so no, but no, they no, but they they did it, and you're like. You're watching every I'm like, no, like, no, it's real. It's. I would just say that I think it's so interesting the things humans allow themselves to believe because they want something yeah. to believe in. Yeah. And so that's why, like, we're going to visit a lot of conspiracy theories. We're going to uh, visit a lot of bonkers ideas, and we'll probably crack wise a little bit. Yeah. But, like, I'm definitely going to do a lot of murders and ghost stories and just weird yeah. shit. Because that's just like my jam, which is what I really like. I know. that That's just what interests me. Right. So. And so when I, when like we visit this stuff, I don't, like we'll probably crack jokes and stuff, but obviously like it's coming from a perspective of our personal opinions and yeah. it's not anything, but we, I have nothing but respect for like people that have beliefs and people that have gone through things and people that believe they've had those experiences. Like, you're you're allowed to have those beliefs and you're allowed to have those rights. So like we're gonna make we're gonna like make light of a lot of this stuff. But if you believe differently, like that's your right and we believe in you too. So like Or just like don't listen to a podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm no. kidding. I think we're very open minded. And if we say something that offends somebody, it's not on purpose because that's not our goal and we're very equal opportunity, love everybody, you know, as you do. And it, sometimes we say the wrong thing or maybe maybe do the wrong thing or whatever, but it's never on purpose because we're all human. So to finish this off, I think that maybe you want to talk about something like we're into right now. What's something that we're into right now? I don't know. Because we're married. We're a couple. Yeah. We're not just best friends or randos. Yeah. We're married. We're in the same house. We're going to finish this podcast and probably go put on a show. Yeah. yeah uh, um, so what? what is something that we're into? Well, you're very into puzzles right now. 
You I'm really very vibing into with puzzles. puzzles. You're very much vibing with puzzles. Yes. I'm very much vibing with lawn care right now. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I guess I just, the, yeah, equally. I've, so I, I've never been a puzzle person, but we started doing them as a couple. We started to like kind of do them together and stuff, and then we completed a couple of. Yeah, we knocked out a couple good puzzles. That, like, really fit, like, the theme of our, li- of our living room and stuff. So, like, I did the whole, like, hodgepodge, glue together, frame them deal. Sure. And now they're in our living room and frames. And then I was just, like, and then I kept, like, I was on a roll. And I was just, like, I want to keep doing puzzles. But then, like, you get to the point where you, like, you can't keep framing them. Because, like, you can't, you can't just have Because you don't want to look like weird puzzle people. You can't have Mostly, a house so, now I'm just, like, working on one for yeah. Mother's Day or whatever. That's what I'm into right now. I think I'm working on a puzzle to frame for my mom for Mother's Day. Yeah. Nice. And, yeah. Yeah. And you, what were you? What were you well. Gardening. Uh, you were going to garden. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in, the, I'm in the lawn work a little bit. Yeah. Mainly just picking up all the bugs. That's the 90% of what I do on my day off is go out in the yard and fiddle about and pick up dog turds. Yeah. But anyway, thank y'all so much for listening, man. Like, this was cool. Yeah. If you're still here, if you're, like, you Uh, kept with us, yeah, I know we're all over the place. We love you guys. Anybody who's listening, you're great, and... Thank you so much for listening to the We Drink and Know Things podcast. Uh, We'll be back next week with two new stories, uh, incorporating cool new ideas and weird things you probably haven't thought about. So, uh, we'll see you next week, yeah? Yeah.